This week's viewers, we shift our focus from the machinations of those at the center of the wheel to those on the outside. Just regular folk trying to make it through their day to day. Well, that's a bit of a lie. One would not call these folks regular. You see, viewer, this is a troubled time for Elder County. There's things building. The rumbling rind, stone scraping on stone. The dull cherry color of metal eaten up. Someone's trying to stop the wheel, trying to break it down, cast out them divisions between those at the center and those on the outside. And these poor folks, well, they get the terrible honor of seeing it start firsthand. Tuning into the room where it happened, an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Uh, today, we, I guess, in earnest, uh, begin our game of Urban Shadows uh, by. Oh, oh, I flipped to the wrong page. Urban Shadows um, by Andrew. Uh, Medeiros and Mark Diaz Truman. Medeiros? Medeiros? Seem about right? Mark Medeiros? Andrew Medeiros? Yeah. We made an Medeiros. Medeiros? Yeah. Okay. Um, by Andrew Medeiros and Mark Diaz Truman. There we go. Get a clean take. Uh, <laughs> uh, with me today... Uh, is your our regular group? <laughs> I didn't trick you this time. This is these are the people you're familiar with. Um, is Danielle? Danielle's here. Hi, I'm Danielle. I use she or they pronouns, and you can find me on the internet at Redtail Talk ninety. And Malia. Hello, I'm Malia. I use she her pronouns, and uh, you know you'll never find me. But also, I, I I'm in part of another podcast. God, hopes are. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. And Richard? <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard. I use he, him pronouns. And you can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And Shannon. Hi, I'm Shannon. I use she, her pronouns. And you can find me on Twitter at Big Mom Energy. Uh, you probably noticed that Anya is not with us. Anya's taking a step back from podcasting for a little bit, but you can still catch Anya on our various live streams and hanging out in our Discord and everything like that. Um, so we are continuing uh, Urban Shadows. Oh, I'm Brian, by the way. You know me. Uh, <laughs> if you're this far in, um, you see him pronouns. You can find me and the podcast on the internet at RoomwarePod. Uh, you can find uh, our website at roomwarepod.com. Check out our Patreon, roomwarepod.cash, where we will almost certainly eventually have some level of uh, donation incentive that applies to this podcast that the Patreon is named after. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, also check us out, our, our Discord, like I mentioned, link is in the description below. We have a great community there. Uh, we are continuing our game of Elder County. For those of you who are just kind of just checking in for the like the main game, who are not necessarily paying attention to the faction game, let me give you a heads up on Elder County proper. Elder County is a uh, county in East Tennessee, uh, nestled up against the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. It is a fairly large county at like 600 square feet. Not, no. Square miles. Ah! Not, 600 square feet is smaller than the house I live in. 
We're it's very, 600 square feet. We've got all these people we've back in one apartment. We're one a very close-knit community. Um, <laughs> so a real we, small town vibe. <laughs> the smallest town vibe. Um, if a town was just one tiny home, but still the we same are, population. We are all just very small people. Uh, that's true. We could be that. Ooh. Um, you don't know. Uh but it is a uh, rural county. Uh, it has three primary cities inside of it, and a number of small towns that sort of dot dot the uh, landscape. Though there is quite a bit of just sort of unincorporated land. Um, those cities are Old Mill Forge, which is a tourist town in the most glitz and glamour way. Uh, if you want neon and go-karts, and laser tag, and the Guy Fieri restaurant next to the Paula Deen restaurant, who's, by the way, you guys haven't heard this, but I could not remember the name of Paula Deen in the last recording session, and I was like, guys, help me out. It, she's the racist lady from Savannah. Oh my god. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of those, though. It's fair, but you know, she's the, the she's the famous one with a restaurant. Um, uh, that is, Old Mill Forge is where you're going to be going. Uh, very close to that is the city of White Pine. White Pine is also a tourist town, but in kind of like the more cozy mountain village. Uh, it didn't have the same level of, or resisted, frankly, most of the development that was happening over in Old Mill Forge. Uh, built primarily on shopping, uh, smaller levels of amusement attractions. Uh, if you want to buy, you know, handcrafted corn cob pipes and get just get lit on moonshine while wandering through a mirror maze white pine is the place for you uh <laughs> next to that um is the last of our tourist cities and this one is town's end uh built more on um sort of like nature tourism so camping glamping uh hikes uh most of the the city uh is owned by various resorts, one of the bigger players in that area being Fair and Howell Development. Um, so lots of the land is owned by by these uh, these resort developers as long as well as like the restaurants and such like like that, causing uh, not a not an insignificant amount of uh, stress on the local population who has to you know live there while property values skyrocket. Uh, and finally, we have the city of Bartlett. Uh, this is just kind of a normal, small little city. Uh, it has a historic downtown that is probably like two blocks big, if that. Uh, sprawls out a little bit into like more, like a like a pretty wide uh, swath of um, folks across the economic spectrum. Uh, though things are not. As development continues around it, things are not going great for the people in Bartlett. It also contains the college, Bartlett College, uh, which is a fairly old um, private college that has been in Bartlett for a very long time. Um, you might remember, from, if you did listen to the last session, that is where the gaggle of uh, hunters, as it were... You said uh, that with peri- with like quotation marks around it. I mean, <laughs> they do hunters. They, it, I mean, do you, must you be successful to be quantified as a hunter? <laughs> um. So that is that is Elder County. Um. So that's our quick overview. Our camera uh, for the season, we pick up. Uh, with sort of like a sweeping shot as we come up to a small um, brick building. It's not, I guess it's not necessarily, it's not super tiny, but it does have that sort of like brick 80s public works aesthetic to it. Uh, the outside has not has been kept up, but not necessarily updated to like have more of a modern flair to it. Um, this is the Townsend Public Library. Uh, we move inside... Uh, where we find uh, Cecily uh, re-putting uh, the books. I can't remember the name of it. Um, putting the books back on the shelves. Shelving. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't think that I was in no many, many librarians. Um, <laughs> uh, 
uh, Shannon, can you give us a quick uh, description of Cecily? Okay. Um, hey, what season is it? Three? No. I mean, <laughs> oh, like it's fall? fall, winter. Okay. Yeah, it's fall it's outside. Fall. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, Cecily is a tall and slender woman um, who has long blonde hair that is pulled up into a messy bun. She has reading glasses on a chain around her neck. Um, she doesn't have them on right now. If she needs to look at something, she will she will pop them on her face. Um, she's wearing a cardigan and a button-down white blouse and a, a knee-length skirt and tights and sensible shoes. Um, she's about, she's in her mid-20s. And right now she's the only person in this library. It is, it is very small. It's a teeny weeny library. Um, and she just really looks really sad. Just, (laughs) just doesn't look, she doesn't look anger or discontent with what she's doing. She's just full of ennui. Mm-hmm. And she is she is shelving books in in the children's section. I think that like toddler story time just happened and they have left. And so books are are all akimbo all over the place. So she is she's putting those away. So Cecily, uh, she's shelving books and I think she drops a book. Um, uh, it falls open uh and uh, we see that uh, the book is like Goodnight Moon, uh, and the camera kind of comes into focus, and the words that are on the page are, in the great green room, there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of a cow jumping over the moon. Um, and Cecily obviously leans over, picks up the book, I imagine, to, you know, put it back on the shelf where it's it It's like to one be. of those cardboard-backed baby books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... And as she like picks it up, turn uh, picks it up and turns back toward the shelf, she finds herself not in the library. Uh, she finds herself in a darkened room um, where the sound of a cell phone uh, is ringing, uh, just bouncing off of every wall in just a cacophony of echoes. Um, even though the room doesn't seem big enough to do that, you're in what seems to be a normal house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pitch black. It's the middle of the night, uh, and you're maybe in the living room. In the what dim light there is in here, you can kind of make out like a couch with a couple of end tables and like a, a you know um, a coffee table, that sort of situation. Uh, uh, and I think maybe what you can kind of figure out is that the dim light that you are seeing uh, is possibly whatever cell phone is ringing. Uh, because it's laying face down, so the light is like pouring out from underneath the uh, the edges of the case that it's in. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? <laughs> We're in it. Okay. All right. So Ces- this is not Cecily's first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, this happens often. Um, so, but it but it's always kind of. It's always disorienting really dis- to be disorienting, disconcerting. So she mm-hmm. she takes a deep breath and she centers herself, and it's really more kind of like a sigh than it's diaphragm breathing. Like here we go again, and she goes over and she picks up the phone. Um, as you pick up the phone, it's laying on a bushel of mail, um, some small like bills and junk mail and so on and so forth. Um, and uh the you you catch a name on the mail uh it says i'm a gene campbell uh, i'm a gene campbell yeah uh and do i, I recognize that name probably not um uh are you answering the cell phone or yes okay um, um hello it is I will probably mock up a noise for right here, uh, but it is uh, the like it is like the sound of hell, <laughs> like screaming. Uh, 
like a screeching, otherworldly, blown out, like the phone is blown, like when you hear just like a way too loud of a noise through a cell phone, it just blows it completely out. Um, mm-hmm. That is, uh, uh, that is immediate, like without, like no notice, that is immediately just like what hits you in the ear. Uh, and, uh, I think maybe probably what happened, I don't think that's necessarily what you were expecting to happen. No. Uh, so I think maybe, like, you drop the cell phone, um, Mm -hmm. it goes black again, and then starts ringing, um, uh, there in the darkness, and I think that's where we, the, this camera sort of, like, uh, is looking at the back of the cell phone and then pans up and we're no longer in the uh we are no longer in that living room uh we're in the forest and there seems to be just like uh to the viewer uh this is no longer you cecily we're, we're transitioning okay. out of your scene um right. just calm yeah i'm like I'm probably going on to, a little yeah. journey yeah <laughs> um we are in the forest and there seems to be something rustling in the bushes um, something unhappy, just a number of, like, forms and shadows of animals, question mark, uh, ringing, riling around, and we can hear the ringing of the cell phone, and Shade, it is the loudest fucking thing you have ever heard in your living or unliving life. Uh, every creature here is having a bad fucking time and frankly the only reason you're cogent is because you're more cogent than the rest of them uh, if you could give everybody a rundown of what shade looks like shade's whole vibe um so uh uh <laughs> pretty much like the name uh they look like just kind of like a shadowy figure mm-hmm. um the the kind of idea I had was like kind of like a tall, like uh, a fl- I guess like a male looking figure. Even though Shade uses they them pronouns, mm-hmm. like they uh just kind of a tall like that. And then the the idea I had in my head is if like a regular human person is looking at him, it just looked like a dude in a suit with a with the sun behind his back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as like mood, well, obviously right now it's like, ah, fuck, it's loud. Oh, fuck. Why um, is there a cell phone in the, or why is there a phone in the forest? It's yeah, the fucking forest. This has been going on for most of the evening and into this morning. Um, this is on top of all the other shit that you're having to deal with right now. Uh, mm. So, yeah. all of your, like, so, I'm thinking, like, maybe a day or so ago is when your your patron sort of disappeared, mm-hmm. um, leaving like- the forest more or less untended, and you've collected back some of the, the spirits that would live here, and, you know, there's probably some more, some of them that are, like, more docile than others, you know, ones that just kind of hang around, because this is where they hang around at, right? Sometimes yeah. you have a dog that wants to run, and sometimes you have a dog that wants to stay inside. You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Um, but this is uh, this is certainly not helping any of the situation, and it seems to be sort of like echoing from down, uh, down the mountain, like up the mountain toward you uh, here in your grove. Uh, so you know at least the vague direction that it's coming from, uh, but. Uh, otherwise is just like um, these spirits and shades just all uh, writhing about probably some of them just like scratching we, we see like shadows go across trees and just leave deep claw marks even though they seemingly pass through the tree um, they're like nothing here is having a good time you included right, <laughs> right. what are you gonna do about that uh, 
I, I'm going to guess since this has been going on for a while uh, that I have just been like looking around like did just like a fucking random ass motherfucker come up in here again and they dropped their cell phone because obviously they did. But also it's really loud and yeah, it's why? louder than a cell phone could possibly be. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like did, did why? Yeah. It's almost as a. It's almost like you're not hearing it. It's like you're exp- like you're experiencing it. You know I, what I am mean? the phone. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. God damn it! Buddy. But it does seem to have a directionality of like further down the mountain. Mm-hmm. I mean, like obviously, I'm gonna head that way because I want it to fucking stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this makes my job very hard. Uh, I think the the camera sort of follows Shade as they go down the mountain, uh, and we sort of pass uh, by, like, you know, you pass behind a tree, the camera passes by a tree, um, and we kind of, like, we we wipe cut to uh, a cell phone ringing, sitting on an end table. Um, Archie, it's way too early for you making a goddamn phone call. Uh... (laughs) But somebody is, in fact, calling you. Uh, do you yeah. have a work phone and a personal phone? Or do you have, like, a work phone, a work phone, and a personal phone? <laughs> <laughs> a work phone, a work phone, and a personal phone. Okay, the work phone uh, is ringing, which is probably bad news. <laughs> that phone never rings for good reasons. <laughs> All right. Uh, what you see is a... Uh, Slightly shorter than average height guy with a um, slightly portly, um, with shoulder length wavy brown hair and a close cropped beard, uh, wearing a work shirt with a fist and lightning bolts on the on the lapel, um, oops, and jeans. Uh, he kind of shuffles over to the table and picks up the phone, cracks it open. Yeah. Mm. Um, it, on the other end is Mama Waxwing, um, and she is like, took you long enough to answer. Yeah, you called me absurdly early. I wasn't awake. What do you want? It is like, it is like 730 in the morning. Now, I, I will give you that that is early, but I wouldn't say that's absurdly early. You should already be up. That kid is better be at school. I assume I love he how is. This is eyes accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Just, whatever. It's angry and southern. It ended up being I. <laughs> like, um, I got something that I need you to check out. Uh, I don't know what you got on the docket today. Now, don't you be doing. I need you to check this out. But if you got like money making jobs that you need to do, obviously do them first. But. Um, I need you. You know I'm a Gene Campbell. You do know I'm a Gene Campbell. Yeah. I, I'm a Gene Campbell. Uh, is an oracle in the area. I need you to maybe stop in at her place. Uh, she's been having nightmares, and uh, you no, know, it's never good when her kind start having nightmares. No, no, I didn't. All right. I'll do the thing. Yeah. Don't be too obvious about it. Uh, she's a little, she's a little skittish. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe give her a free home evaluation or something like that. I've sure. come to inspect your pipes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'd appreciate that, Archie. Um, sorry I came on so hard. Uh, it's just very, uh, lots of things going on this morning. All right. I'll take care of it. All right. Appreciate it. Um, you, uh, you doing okay? Well, it's 730 in the morning, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, and, uh, you know, she says goodbye and everything like that, uh, Archie reaches up and grabs a crystal that's hanging from the ceiling. (laughs) Wayne, you better not be here. Um, I I think like there's a long pause 
And then like a kind of like a squeaky teenager voice comes back like I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, flawless. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. I just got caught up. Couldn't find my shirt. Uh huh. Go. <laughs> What's taking you um, so long? Huh? And when you put your cell phone back down, uh, we're looking at the back of the cell phone, uh, and uh, it starts. Uh, chirping again um and this time we see a different hand pick it pick it up uh kiki you've got text message cool uh it is uh, from rio and it says hey come by the shop later <laughs> or no what the time shop, of day the is it come by the store later mm-hmm. what uh, time of day is it tell right the, now? the good audience about kiki yeah um can you hear me uh-oh, you did can't we lose Danielle? Why can't you hear me? Oh, hold on. Did we lose me? No. Uh, you're here. Don't uh, No, it's me. It's the uh. the setting changed without me telling it to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Reaper, Reaper is still fine. Okay, no worries. <laughs> that does explain why you didn't answer when I asked what time of day it is. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it is, for you, it's probably like closer to 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the camera pans back a little from the hand that's picking it up. Um, the The hand that's picking up the phone is large um, with light brown skin and very, very meticulously manicured nails. Um, and uh, the camera pulls back to see uh, Kiki, who is a very tall, broad woman um with long straight dark hair um and uh she's wearing like a crop top and a jean jacket uh and um uh she picks up the phone and looks at the text and kind of like squints outside um and uh texts back um Sure, TTYL. Um, thumbs up <laughs> reply. <laughs> uh, and I think from there, this camera sort of like pulls back, and we get like a like a kind of like an overhead uh shot of Bartlett as the opening bits of Magnolia Blues from Adia Victoria starts playing. We like slam to black. Uh, white text on a black background, uh, Elder County, Tennessee. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's a small commercial break, and we come back. <laughs> this is where what, we put what our commercials. Did now. we have? Yeah. Yeah, all the ad, all the sponsors that we have going on. Uh, check out yeah. Squarespace, uh, NordVPN, Hello Fresh, Square, Squarespace, yeah. Manscaped, um, mm-hmm. Meundies, <laughs> Casper. Casper, Casper mattresses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think we're going to pick back up with uh, Cecily since we left Cecily in the most uh, disparate position. Uh, I think after after the noise, you're maybe shocked back and you're, you're back in the library, Cecily. You're no longer right. in some house. Uh, just kind of holding a book, staring at the shelves. Yeah, I'm there. I'm actually sat down on like the the kids area carpet, that colorful carpet mm-hmm. for story mm-hmm. time. You know, with with Goodnight Moon sat in front of me. Um, goodness. So, um. That that was weird. <laughs> do yeah. do I recognize the name Imogene Campbell? Um, you may have, but you're more of a recent transplant back to the city, so I don't necessarily know how how like how connected to uh, the goings on uh, of the county are you? Because um, to me, Cecily seems like a, a little bit of a loner, at least for right now. She's. Right. Been living in her little house. People are kind of people are kind of starting to make noises about her being on charity boards. 
Mm-hmm. But so far, she has avoided being part of like the Kiwanis pancake breakfast. Yeah. Um, saying that she's just trying to get the library in order and get their programming up and running. And so she knows the people that come to the library and she knows the people that she knew before she left. Um, but that's that's mostly it. Now, I do have this whole foretellings thing. Okay. It says Tell before each that. before each faction term or at the start of the game, okay. roll with spirit. On a hit, pick one of the options below. After the faction turn, the MC will tell you what your prophetic tools have revealed. Okay. Um, so Let's should that. is that is that something that I should do right now? Yeah. I mean, this is the start of the game. Okay. So if my spirit is two, mm-hmm. I roll two d six. Oh, oh four t- there it is. Okay, it was over in this corner. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, 2D6. roll 2d6. Um, roll with spirit. What's your spirit score? Two. Two? Um, so you would roll 2d6 plus two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you did that. No, wait, oh, that no, was no, Richard. 2d6 plus two. Yeah. 13. Damn, okay, that's a hit and a half right there. Okay. Um, on a hit, pick one of the options below after the faction turn. Well, we haven't, we'll have, we'll have another faction turn soon. We started okay. sort of started with a faction turn, which is not usually mm-hmm. how this game works out, but it seemed funner. It also okay. helped me really get a lot of pieces in place. Um, so yeah, uh, pick one of these. Okay. So I choose one and then I also choose between a seven and a nine. Do I do that because I blew it out of the water with a 13? Um, the seven. Also choose one on a seven to nine. On a hit, pick one. So before each faction turn or at the start of the game, roll with spirit. On a hit, pick one of the options below. After the faction turn, the MC will tell you what your prophetic tools have revealed. On a miss, instead, you receive a terrifying premonition of a prophecy that binds you. I don't see anything about a seven to nine. Okay, oh, there we go. On a seven to nine. Sheet. Oh, no. You pick the things above the seven to nine category because you got a hit. Okay. Yeah. But So I don't get the extra thing on seven to nine. No. Okay. No, okay. on a seven to nine, you would choose only those things down there. I'm going to go with um, an ally has come to own an item that might reveal more about your prophecy. The MC will tell you where they keep it. Okay. Um, okay. So that doesn't really have anything to do with Imogene Campbell, but that's. So, um, let's I mean, see. it can. Like, what is your current prophecy? Um, what is all your that I prophecy? know about my prophecy is what it is, what it, um, what it has to do with my benefactor. Okay. Um, so my benefactor, they alone can destroy a uniquely evil foe within their own circle. Okay. And they are at war with powerful enemies. Good to know. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, so, um, not going to bother Uncle Nebo with this, um, who is my benefactor. We'll find out more about him later. Um, I'm going to sit down at the computer and I'm going to Google Imogene Campbell uh, and see if I can find out just who that is. Like white pages. Um, probably honestly, knowing how Google works, almost certainly your first hit is going to be somebody's Facebook page. Okay. Um, Oh, I was about to be like, please tell me there's like 50 pages of Campbell soup shit before. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, Cecily might actually go into like whitepages.com, right? And search Imogene Campbell. And then roll through all the different municipalities. Yeah, fair. Um, See if there's an address. Uh, yeah, I th- I don't necessarily know if she would be. Do you have to opt into the white pages, or do you have to opt out? I don't know. I think I think it's just kind of publicly available information. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think you probably end up, you probably pick up an address. Um, mm-hmm. Or actually, maybe, is this a role? This is probably a role, knowing okay. how, that, thinking that, you know, we're playing a game. Oh, uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> weird that we're playing a game. 
Um, oh, th this is probably... Yeah, this is probably put a name to a face. This is literally that oh, move. Oh, when you yeah. see or hear about someone for the first time, you may uh, put a name to a face or vice versa and okay. roll with their circle. Um, I'm a Jean's circle is... Uh, what's your circle? Um, I, I actually have two okay. circles. I get because I took the dual loyalty yeah. oracle move. So I have both Mortalis and power. Is is your regular one Mortalis or power? Uh, it's power. probably wait, power. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So roll, uh, roll with your, uh, yeah, roll with power. So that would be 2d6 plus 1. Four. On a miss. Oh, um, God. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sure that's fine. Uh, on 10 plus, uh, you've dealt with them before. On a miss, you don't know them or you owe them the MC's choice. Oh. See, don't know them, like, makes the most sense here, right? Like, right. oh, you just can't find any information about them. But that's I've also, like, been... not fun. Uh, oh, okay. It'd be, I think, let me generate something real quick. Um, right. Thanks. Starting off strong. Woo. <laughs> I think you start doing um, some research on Imogene. Um, like I'm just in Facebook. I'm in LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, you you get on Imogene's things. Facebook. I think what happens is you find Imogene's Facebook page or who you think uh -huh. Imogene's Facebook page is, right? Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty low key. Um, except you, you, I don't think you know Imogene, because we kind of established that you didn't recognize the name, right? Right. Um, but Imogene is an oracle like you, and has a patron as well. Um, and I think that their patron is who you owe something to. Their patron is, uh, Milford, Mil, Milford Parrot, um... Uh, he, him pronouns, I guess. Uh, and he is a fae. Um, okay. He lives, uh, I, I think he probably also lives in, oh, yeah. He lives here in Townsend. And mm -hmm. he owns just this, like, immaculate little glamping campground. Um, with like the little, uh, the little, um, canvas tents and it's got like the day spa and a private trail and all of that uh -huh. jazz. Um, yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. What, what is it that you owe him? So, uh, Cecily has been an Oracle for ever, or is this a recent development? It's recent. So when it developed when, well, it, it really developed as a known power when she was in grad school and had a very rough time. And that's when Uncle Nebo came okay. and told her what she was. Okay. Um, I think that you know Melfred, uh, mm -hmm. probably from your younger days before you, mm -hmm. you left, right? Because um, mm -hmm. Cecily has always known that there's something weird going on just below the surface mm -hmm. here in Elder County. Um, and uh, there, I think probably the various powers that be know, knew about uh, Cecily's potential um, and could, you know, power can sense power, as it were. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, probably like, a, like an L, what you owe uh, Melfred is that they more or less sort of like chased off this elder vampire who was trying to move in uh before cecily like went off to college to take cecily under their wing and melford sort of stepped in and like kind of pushed pushed them off uh was able to sort of run interference and keep keep uh, cecily off of that person's radar okay um okay well this sounds like a a good time to figure that out. So, yeah. um, so you owe Milford to that debt. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, ring, 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 Milford phone. I'm going to uh, call what's, what's the, what's the, what's the campground's name? Uh, let's, uh, come back to that real quick. Okay. Uh, 
Archie, what are you up to? Uh, didn't actually have a lot of stuff on the book, so <laughs> uh, things are lean right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he packs up his uh, work van and drives over to Imogene's. Okay. Um, uh, Imogene, she lives in kind of like just like a small sort of normal house. Um, it's probably like a one bedroom, uh, little thing with like white walls, black roof, uh, like lean to, not like a garage, but you know, like a little lean to sort of situation. Um, it's not like a rough looking house, but it, you know, it, it probably was built in the sixties. Um, hasn't had a much, much of like an update since then. Uh, but seemingly in decent enough condition. Um, uh, do you just like knock on the door and going to go full salesman vibe here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you knock on the door and there's a bit of a pause. Uh, you do hear some movement, uh, like in there. And, uh, Imogene, she, uh, who you presume to be Imogene opens the door. She has big black bags under her eyes. Uh, like a light sort of like chestnutty sort of hair. Uh, she, is wearing like a robe over just like a t-shirt and sweatpants um sort of situation she looks fucking haggard um and she opens the door and kind of looks at you and is like can i help you good morning um i'm a representative from house wizard maintenance um Winter's coming up and just making sure everyone's all set for the winter. Any work you need done around the place, roof patch, anything like that? I, I think she like blinks slowly, not in like a mad way, just like in that tired way of like, all right, that was some information I guess I have to process. Um, it's too early for the shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> even though it's probably like 11 o'clock by now. Uh and she's like, um, I mean, maybe what, what sort of stuff do you do? <laughs> oh, we here at House Wizards do whatever needs doing. I love how you say we as though there's another employee of your company. <laughs> and he, and here at as though you're not at her house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> good vibes already. Um, I love it. <laughs> uh, I, I guess she's like, I mean, I don't have any big, do you, uh, do you work on, uh, let's see. I don't know. I feel like maybe you need to roll something, but I don't, I'm not super familiar. Um, what are you trying to accomplish here, Archie? Uh, just get her talking so I can observe what, look for clues as to what might be, why uh, Waxwing might be concerned. Um, sure. Let's do, let's kind of like, let's roll with, um, persuade an NPC. That seems pretty close to what we're trying to do here. So that is roll with your heart. With your heart. Get your heart out yeah. and roll it. Heart of the dice. That's an eight. Oh, okay. On uh, seven to nine, the MC. Uh, nope, sorry, that was wrong. Uh, on a hit, on seven to nine, they counter your offer, demand payment, a debt, a favor, a resource. Okay, I think I can. I think we can easily figure this out. Um, I think she's like, listen. I mean, I appreciate you coming by, but I ain't really got like. Like, I ain't really got the money right now to do any kind of big repairs. Things seem to be working just fine. I mean, I, I get that you got to make, make a living and such like, but I just, I ain't really got it right now. So what she's looking for is, like, she does not have the money to pay you. Um, uh, but, you know, you could. She's, she's looking for something here. Something to, so you, basically, you could take on a debt. Uh, debt slash favor for her sort of situation. You also do not have to. Um, 
that's all right. Um, if you have like a small job that you know you can throw at me that I can show you my the quality of my work, then maybe when you have some more money in the future, you can give me a call. Just you know, kind of a trial offer. Uh, oh, you're so nice. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Like, um, could you probably need to rewinterize the pipes? I guess it's been cold the last couple of years, so if you could do that, that would be good. I guess I'm not not used to folks giving away work for free. Um, you got <laughs> a card a or something? <laughs> of course. You do know are, how this business are works, correct? <laughs> it occurs to me I should maybe see if you are in fact a businessman before I let you into my house. <laughs> and without, and without missing a beat, Archie just pulls out a card, of course. Oh, you don't you do go. like a magician trick and like flip the card out? <laughs> Pull it from behind her ear. No. I love, uh, I love I'm a, a wizard, wizard who does not. not a magician. Yeah, I love a wizard I'm who a, does not do magic tricks. I'm a wizard, not a magician is a whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um sure. Yeah, I think I think that she will take that on. Um uh she I think that would seem not fine enough to her. Um you get inside the house. Um after you kind of like go get some stuff out of your I imagine you probably have some like some level of pipe wrap or something like that just hanging out in your your van. Yeah, I mean, for this area, that would be a common Yeah, especially common this job. time of year. Probably, if this was, like, summer, probably wouldn't have it on you, but, you know. Um, probably maybe some just already left over from a job. That way it's not, you know, costing you a whole hell of a lot. Uh, but uh, her house is... It's not disheveled in the way of just somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of time. Like, it is... Uh, like you can tell like so things that you clock immediately um, they're like things are not being super well kept up uh, it is it's a one like it's a one story house uh, you can see into the bedroom that the the bed is a mess but also the couch is a mess and looks as though somebody has been sleeping on it though from what you can gather at this exact moment i is the only person who's in the house um uh what other information are you looking for now that you're in here uh since this is coming from waxwing i'm going to assume you know supernatural problems so do i see any what i would associate with his paraphernalia um I think you prop like it takes you like it not immediately, um, but there is a second bathroom in the house that is in um, just off from the bedroom. Uh, so there's like a normal there's normal bathroom and then there's like a half bath that's attached to the bedroom um, and you go in there to like wrap the pipes on the st- on the sink and such like uh, and uh, it, I think probably like in the medicine cabinet. Uh, you find like a little, uh, like a little, uh, frankly, just a crown royal bag uh, full of bones uh, that you would know that would probably be used for reading in some sort of way. Okay. Um, hmm. What's she doing while I'm doing all this? I think, um, well, initially she's kind of hovering in that way that people hover when you're trying to do work in their house, <laughs> like mm-hmm. apologizing for the mess and such like she, I don't think she expects you to immediately get to work, but also, you know, <laughs> you're doing it. So whatever. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and then she like makes a cup of coffee and she's just like sitting on the couch. Uh, I think maybe some, like some YouTube video is playing on the TV, uh, she's got her phone in her hand, but like in that way, she just kind of like keeps just drifting off. Like it's obvious that she is tired as shit. Um, hmm. The uh, I'm trying to think of what. 
what would be a good clue here? So you found like knuckle bones, but you already knew that she was an oracle. Um. Oh, I know. There we go. I had it. So, uh, while you're in the bathroom where you find the knuckle bones, you actually get to work doing the work that you're supposed to be doing here, not just spying on this lady. Um, Mm -hmm. For good. uh, Spying for good. Uh, uh, I think what you find is like kind of like growing up from underneath the house. And you imagine underneath this house is probably just like a regular ass crawl space. Um, But growing up around the pipe that comes from underneath the house up up to the sink, um, you find this thin strand of ivy or kudzu or something like that, like wrapping its way up and around this pipe. 